Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, your home for cooking inspiration plus raw and honest book reviews. Episodes alternate between my two passions, maintaining a simple and efficiently run kitchen and keeping up with this year's hottest books. I hope after each episode, you take away a new idea for your kitchen or a new book recommendation. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today is episode 66, and it is a book review on a nonfiction I read recently that I am so excited to share with you. It is called You're Not Listening, What You're Missing, and Why It Matters by Kate Murphy. And I want to just say right off the bat that this was by far the best nonfiction that I've read all year. It was incredibly powerful, and I feel like it's going to change me for the better forever, right? So there's there's a saying that I love, and it's some books find us at just the right time in our lives, and those books change our lives forever. And that was this book for me. You are not listening, what you're missing, and why it matters. So it was a very well-researched novel. Uh, there were so many nuggets of gold packed in, and it really just made me re-evaluate everything about my relationships, all of my interactions, like Uh, acquaintances, meeting people at parties, and like something just clicked. And it really underscores something that I know to be true about myself. Uh, I'm just not a good listener, period. Like end of story. I am a constant interrupter. I think about my reply while the other person is speaking. I notoriously shift focus onto myself and I'm not good at active listening at all. And I realize that this is a huge problem and it definitely impacts every relationship I have. And so it was just very well, the book itself was very well presented. It was just easy to grasp and it was very approachable. And so most of it boils down to the significance of listening and why it's so important and so crucial to our relationships to be a better listener. So like, as I'm, I'm, uh, reading this book, I'm really thinking hard about like interactions and how I thought connecting with somebody was to share an experience back or, you know, like they had mentioned something that had happened to them recently. And I thought like a connection would be to like, oh, share something, uh, you know, of a similar nature with them, uh, right? To like bond and like find mutual ground. But it turns out that that's like actually not true at all. Um, and the best thing you can really do is is to be open and listen and ask thought-provoking, non-judgmental, like conscientious questions uh, to the point where like you just keep the conversation going. Um, and it, the book also asked you to really think about relationships that you have that drain you at the end or someone who's not a very good listener. Or, like you can tell when someone doesn't want to listen to you or they seem like bored or ready to move on, right? Like how do those relationships make you feel? And most importantly, listening is about gathering a lot more than the words someone is actually speaking to you. It's about their tone, the inflection, their body language. There's so much that goes into a conversation. It's not just their words. Um, And a quote that I really loved from the book is that it takes awareness, focus, and experience to unearth and understand what is really being communicated. Good listeners are not born that way. They become that way end quote. And I really liked that because I felt like that gave me hope that like with a lot of practice and focus and awareness, I can be a much better communicator to my loved ones. Because again, like as I mentioned in the beginning, I I know that I'm terrible at it. Um, So another point that really stuck out to me, uh, 
there's a lot of focus and a lot of emphasis on being a good speaker out there, right? Like we have classes like Toastmaster to help you speak and, you know, get rid of the ums and the likes and to deliver your points effectively. Uh, But there's almost nothing equivalent as far as listening is concerned. Like there is no real emphasis or, uh, you know, desire to be an effective listener. But in fact, you know, there are a lot of studies that show that like by being a better listener, you can get way more ahead than like a better speaker um, in a way. You know, I'm also thinking about Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People, right? Like, you know all about you. Like, you you know every, you're an expert on you. So, you don't know anything about the person sitting next to you on a plane. Like, you, you should learn about them, right? Like, what makes them tick? What brings them passion and joy? Um, and another thing I just really loved is that especially here in America, I feel like the first question you ask someone at a party is, what do you do? Um, And it's just a terrible question. Like maybe lean in with something else like about, uh, you know, the traffic getting, I mean, like literally like anything other than like interrogating people about like what they do, like, are they married? Do they, you know, whatever. Uh, And just kind of like go with it that way. Um, But one of my favorite parts about the book was the emphasis on improvisational listening. And it talked a lot about the power of improv and how you should apply the same techniques as you would to listen to a conversation. Like, completely get out of your head. Like I know a lot of us when someone's talking and they're sharing an experience and a story, we're kind of like preparing our response. Like when they stop talking, we can like reply. But the best thing to do is like when they stop, you like it's like the last thing that they said and like you kind of just like go from there and like you kind of just like give up and you just like you are in the moment when you're listening to them. Does that make any sense? Right. Um, it was just a really fantastic book. Um, there is a reason that it has the glowing reviews. It came out in 2020 and it won the best nonfiction of the year. Completely well deserved. It was exceptional. I wish I found this book years ago when it came out, but that's okay. It's here now. Um, so the only critique I'm going to give it was that I wish it gave a little bit more guidance and more examples of how to be a better listener. Um, There were a a handful of like peppered suggestions, like instead of like responding like this, try like this, or like this would be more effective than this. But I almost wish there was like, like a guide at the end of like the top, I don't know, like 20 best types of responses to people. Um, Maybe, maybe that's like really lame. Um, But I've been Googling it just to kind of like help me out with this a little bit and there really is nothing online like nothing so I don't know maybe I need to spend more time researching and really think about it um I I have been trying this out with my friends and family uh the last week or so since I finished the book of like how to be an active listener and just to really be okay that like silence is is fine and if you don't if you generally don't know what to say to somebody because they said something just like so profound like you can let them know that you really want to think about it before you give them an answer and to like really keep like judgment out of it um and really just like keep digging deep of like asking people more like like really like clarifying questions if you're not sure or like not skimming over something that like doesn't totally make sense to you like you really want to make sure that you connect with the person that you're speaking with and that's really like my big takeaways from you're not listening what you're missing and why it matters it was fantastic i highly encourage you check it out um and yeah so that is that is my five star review of you're not listening thank you guys so much and I'll see you back here next week.